This is Side by Side Podcast. My name is Sam. I'm your host. And today I have an old friend of mine, Danny Rodriguez, with me. How's it going on, man? Uh, it's good, going good, man. Uh, most people probably don't know this, well, clearly. But uh, we go way back, man. We uh, we go back to some days that, uh, you know, I think, man, I don't know, was it like 10 years, ago, 10 years ago or something? Yeah, I'm 33 now, so it's probably like 11. 11. Yeah, man, 11 years ago, we... Uh, I don't know, went to South Pider Island or something. I don't yeah. know what it was and just had some wild, you know, crazy, mm-hmm. crazy times, I think. Um, but uh, we're different. We're different now, right? And yes. uh, what do you think, like, changed for you? Like, or how did, how did things change? Uh, I mean, this is a lot, you know, mm-hmm. because during that time period, I did a lot of grieving to the Holy Spirit, mm. a lot of grieving. Um, and it just wouldn't allow him to work through me. Like I said before, he's not going to take us somewhere that he's not willing to go himself. Mm. You know, whether it be a relationship, a certain place. But I di- basically, I did a lot of grieving to him. Um, and uh, I wasn't feeding the new me, the, the reborn me. Um, I could say, um, and not to offend anyone, but I was a stillborn Christian. Mm. I wasn't. So you, the faith has always been a part of you, but maybe just not, um, not the way that it is today. I guess. Amen. Yes, I would. I would say that I acknowledge Christ as my Savior, but not my Lord. Mm. There's a difference. That's good. What's the difference? The difference is that the Lord is. I I am a slave to Him. Mm. I belong to Him. Um, in the word, the, where it says servant in Greek, it it means slave. It it it's it been translated into to servant right. because they try to soften it. They maybe. try to soften it. So that's, that's the important thing is that mm. whenever we read the word, let's go back. We have to read it as that first ancient Jew. Mm. Go back to that time. Don't read it in our culture. Right. We try to go back in their culture. And who was, who was yeah, because these are these are strong words. When you say slave, like people, I'm sure, like getting turned off by it. Like, <laughs> yeah, what? Wait, wait a minute, a slave? No, like, you know, he's a friend. He's a, you know, he, my my God is not a, uh, you know, authoritative. Authoritative, you know, he's he's a lover. He's not, you know, someone that's gonna like, you know, make me do things. You yeah. know, but like, to you, that's not a turn off to use the word slave. Uh, no, just because that's that's the language that he used. Right. I'm not gonna get offended for something that he used. It's like me calling out a brother for something and apologizing for what God says. Yeah, and and I mean, when you understand like the context and and what it really means, you know, when you understand that, you know, everyone's a slave to something. You know, yeah. like you can you can say you know that you're not, but your actions speak otherwise. Your money, you know, your your finances. All that stuff, you know, yeah. gives you away. Yeah, it does. What? Yeah. Go ahead. No, well, yeah, like, where's your money going, you know? True, true, yeah. So, basically, what we follow is what we love. Mm-hmm. And he says that if you love me, you'll follow me, you'll do everything that I say. And for people that don't know that we are his slaves, they have to remind themselves that what does he say? You have been bought with a price. Right. So, everything aligns up. Um, but, yeah, I think... Nowadays we 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 
idolize things. We love other things. We love ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we are to deny ourselves. It's a constant battle with the flesh and the spirit. It's a constant battle, picking up your cross. And I, and I like the, the whole thing about picking up the cross. So the simple fact that I thank him that he picked up the cup for me. Um, when you say the cup, what do you mean? In, in the Garden of Gethsemane, when he, when, he, when he tells the Father, let this cup pass from me. Mm. And a lot of people don't know that that cup was filled with God's wrath. Mm. And yeah. that's the truth, you know, and I don't want to. I'm not saying that when I speak like this that I know everything, but I do know that I do love him and I am called to serve him only and to seek him with all my heart. So I have to, we have to ask him to reveal our hearts to us, what's in our hearts. You know, before we want something, before we own something, we own it in our hearts first. You don't think all this sounds almost a little like fanatic or like extreme? like So... It, 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 it would to, to someone like I wouldn't I wouldn't speak to someone like this initially if they're if they're a non-believer. Right. But if, if, if I am encountering a brother or sister who is in Christ mm-hmm. and is new to the faith, at some point, you're going to have to leave the milk right. and go to the solid food. Right. right, right. As it says. In yeah. Scripture. Um, but um, it, 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 can, it can it can come off dogmatic and legalistic. Right. But. That's at the same time. That's actually just saying that he has too much. He he avails too much of himself to the Holy Spirit. Mm, you see what I'm trying to. You say? got to explain that to me. I'm not that smart. <laughs> no. So so you know when when someone says like, "Oh, fill me with the Holy Spirit. I need more of your Holy Spirit." If we're in Christ, we all have the same amount. Mm. We all have the same amount. There's not there's not like he filled it up to to the brim for you and I like I received this much. No. Mm. Once we've been baptized into the body of Christ, we all have this, the, the Holy Spirit. Now, am I availing myself to him more than you are? That's a different story. Okay. I was going to say then, what's the difference? That's because the difference. That's the difference. Because and it seems to like be manifested more on some people than other people. That's because they've been availing themselves throughout the day, throughout mm. the week. And, and, and it's, it just doesn't happen overnight. This is the process of sanctifications. Right. It's just the dying to self constantly. Right. Um, you have to decrease for that so that he can increase. Amen. Yes. Right. So, yeah, but it, it can come off a little bit uh, over, overwhelming to some people. No, know? but I like it. I, I'm just saying these things because I know, yeah, like for, for some people, they, they might hear this and just be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, it's not that serious. You know, like, how is anybody ever supposed to live up to that standard? You know, like, that's not like realistic yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, and and like I, I've heard that all the time that like, it's too serious. Like, you you, you take the, the Bible too serious, and and that's kind of we we don't want to take it seriously as far as take the verse out of context. But it's like when people say, "Keep it real." I'd rather say, "Let's keep it biblical." Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and um, um, no one's gonna know what these scriptures fully say, but there are people above us. There are people uh, in the past that have navigated this church for the for the body of christ the invisible church but um i guess but also it it shows what you love mm-hmm. you know when someone's truly in love with the, with the father you're gonna do everything you want to 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 please him mm-hmm. 
to it when you come to Christ, it doesn't just change your relationship with Him; it changes your relationship with sin. Mm. You That's see good. it different. Yeah. You see it different. I'm not, not saying that I'm not I'm sinless, but I should sin less. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, <laughs> you know. That's good, yeah. And uh, and um, but you know, it just depends on the individual because everyone has their own stories, and you don't want to like shove the Bible down their throat. But there comes a point that you have to say, "Hey, whatever you're doing, like, you, right? You, you know, you're on the narrow path, right?" Yeah, and and I think you know what we fail to realize is that you know if we're if we look the same as the people from the world then then what's the difference yeah. you know like i think so many times we try to you know gain people to the church but the way we go about it is by like appealing too much to them you yeah. know whether it's through music whether it's through um you know entertainment whatever it is yeah you know uh, we do that and and we almost like dilute the gospel you know yeah we we uh we water down the water. Uh, mm -hmm. So it's just like we dress up the church to 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 present it to the world, and um, I I got, I'm very careful how I speak because I don't want to offend anyone. Because I'm not saying that I'm more spiritual, I'm right. more advanced, but at the same time, um, I do know a little bit what what's in it, and that's because of the blessing that I have in my in my church that I'm in, and just diving myself in the word. But there comes a point where like church was meant for worship it's a place where we come to worship the father if mm -hmm. if if, if, a, if a opportunity presents itself to evangelize yes do it not don't do don't, don't not do it right right but if it presents itself, do it um but i agree with you it came to the point where the church now the physical church is is, is come to a point where it's pleasing to to the it's a consumer it, what, what pleases me what i what what makes me feel good how it basically it, it comes to the point where like we want our ears tickled mm -hmm. right yeah yeah and um i think that's what has almost like i feel like kind of changed christianity in america really uh i think it's just it's going to a place where i'm it doesn't almost to me I guess because I've been in, in it so long, doesn't even feel like church anymore. You know, it's almost like just a place for for you to get inspiration. But like that's that's not what the church is about. You know, I mean, sure, like you can get inspired. That's not a bad thing. Yeah. But uh, that's not what it's about. Though it, it's about drawing closer to God. You Amen. know. And I think uh, a lot of these like current like I guess um, you know preachers or whatever, like even pastors have like fallen into that you know and to me that's why like i try to like almost stay away from from a lot of that yeah um and uh, there's just a lot with that right there <laughs> just because yeah that itself can be its own podcast <laughs> um but it has become more of of how to be a better you right how to make a better life mm -hmm. how to make the best of your situation right when we're just we're called to die to self like right. it's like it, it, we're called not to live by our emotions not to say not to acknowledge them right but yeah it just the, i think the, the pastor i mean the pastor the the, the um the role of the pastor is to sanctify his sheep mm -hmm. to to tell them that what's in the scripture don't say this is what the bible says and not explain it right you know but 
or Did butter it up or, or, or remove all the like you know the parts that you feel like are going to be offensive to people yeah you know and the, the i think the biggest one that i always hear is that jesus never said that jesus never said what like uh when he t jesus never said he never uh confronted a certain sin mm. you know and and in the gospel of john it just debunks that in the beginning was the word and the word was with God. So it's just like, bro, like that alone el eliminates the whole thing about people saying Jesus never confronted that. Jesus never said that. His incarnation didn't mean that he finally appeared. He he was there from the beginning. You know, but it goes, uh, I agree with you, the whole thing about people, the pastors and, and these motivational, they're, they're, they're motivational speakers. It's, it's really know. what they've become. And, you know, they fall into the new trend, which is kind of like clickbait, you know, where they just want, you know, to get more followers, get more, um, you know, just clicks or whatever, more more views and stuff like that. And so because of that, like, again, it's not just a watered down, like, you know, Christianity, but it's just become like this. It's almost, in my opinion, unrecognizable. Like, that's not what the word is about. You know, mm -hmm. the word of God is supposed to pierce your heart, you know, and, and it's supposed to convict you, you know. And if all it does is just, you know, lift your spirits. And I'm not saying, like, it's always supposed to, like, you know, put you down or whatever. It's, it's not what it's about. But, you know, if, if it's all about going further, about increasing and, and stuff like that, then, yeah. you know, it's like, I think Jesus at one point like confronted Peter and was like, you know, you're just worried about things of man, the, of man, you know, and that's when he like rebuked him. He said, get away from me, Satan. Yeah. You know, you're just worried about like the things of man and not the things of God, you know? And so I think that's where, uh, we have to like be careful that yeah. are we more concerned about the things of man or the things of God? Yeah. And that, and basically that you just said it like the whole these some churches i'm not going to call them out but they call them out. they they uh they they present the church for man it was never meant for that mm -hmm. it was never meant for that and what well, what i like about some was the way they I, uh, my church is that i'm able to go to the pastor after a service i'm able to meet with him i don't have to go to these big churches mega churches right. where these pastors basically put these men in front like of them almost roadblocks and you know you, and you can't and you can't question right a doctrine that he spoke about or something like hey why do you you know and as far as the doctrine i don't really care as long i mean i do care but if it if it doesn't attack the deity of christ right. it's, it's not that it's a big deal but it's like okay if it, as long as it doesn't touch who who the deity of christ I, i'm kind of like all right right because no man is perfect and, yeah. not, and not no so yeah, so we're never gonna find a perfect church. Every church is gonna have some kind of, I guess, false teaching. Right. There's not there's not a perfect church, but there you should find one that is as close as possible right. to doctrine. It's like with, with us, as sinners, it's, it's not perfection. It's it's work. It's direction. Like where are we headed? Mm -hmm. You know, he doesn't call us to be perfect. We can't be perfect. Right. But um, yeah, I agree with those. Yeah, I'm always curious as to like when we get to heaven you know when we and we figure out like how wrong we really were like about like certain things yeah. you know where today we might think that we're absolutely right about and then yeah. god is like no you got that one wrong you yeah. got that one wrong well i i believe i i strongly believe that when we get to heaven none of that's gonna matter okay <laughs> it's gonna, like, it's, it's, I, I, we get to stand we get to stand in front of the father right like we're jesus because he stood in front of the father because he was 
in our place. Mm. That's the reason we get to stand in front of the right, Father. Right. So it's going to be like, come here, son. I'm going to be like, he's talking to you, Jesus. No, he's like talking to me. Like, okay, mm. that's why. So it's not even going to matter, bro. There's that. I, I believe it. it's going to be so holy, so glorifying that you're not even going to. But we got you, all the eternity, bro. Like, you don't think that well, like we might be like, wait a minute. Like, so tell me about this guy. Right? I don't think so. Just, just because of how promising his word is. Mm. And um, I choose, I mean, I'm, I, 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 I mean, I think everyone does. They sometimes doubt and they're just like, man, but not to feed into that lie of, um, of those thoughts. And that's the biggest battle as Christians that we have. The biggest enemy we have is our thoughts. Mm. Is our right. thoughts. You ain't wrong about that. Is our thoughts, you know, and, and um, I love how he calls us sheep. And do uh, you know the biggest enemy of a sheep is? I'm assuming the wolf. I don't know. It's a, you, uh, well, that's one of them. But okay. it's, it's the blowfly. Oh. It, it's basically like this. It's a blowfly that lands on top of the sheep's nose. Okay. It, it, lay, it lays eggs and, and, and it crawls up to, to, to the Oh, brain, I think I've heard of this. To the brain. Yeah. And it drives the sheep crazy. Oh, wow. To the point of suicide. Right. And wow. what the shepherd would do to prevent that. Is 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 anoint the sheep with oil? Mm, come on, <laughs> come on, somebody. Are, we, are you preaching right now? Like, uh, what, what are you doing? Go, no, on. I, go I, ahead, I, go I, ahead, I, man. I, I, no, I, I love that, it. I love it. Go ahead. Know, and and we have to remember, bro. That's our that that in, in the beginning of the day, end of the day. That's our biggest enemy is our own thoughts. Right. And we have to just remember, like we've been anointed with the Spirit, and that goes back to the whole thing about you don't have the Spirit more than I do, you know. But who avails himself more to Him? Do you, do you think, um, so you said like, you know, one doesn't have more than the other, but like I said earlier, I feel like sometimes it appears like it, you know, but I guess it's just, you're saying it's who like, that's a big word avail. I'm assuming that means like who, who like gives into it more. Or like, yeah. Who, who, like, do you give yourself to him more? Um, like I'm 33 years old. So a pastor who's been walking with the Lord for the amount of years that I've been born, of course he's going to be more sanctified. Of course he's going to know more. Maybe, not necessarily. He might know more, but that doesn't necessarily mean he, he's more sanctified. You true. Know? And I mean, true. you never know if, like, they've been consistent. Like, you, you would hope, right, that they yeah. are, have. And I think with time, with experience, you definitely, like, learn some things and maybe you can kind of get there quicker. Like, you know what, what to do and what not to do. And what I mean by that is, like, for example, like, you mentioned that our biggest enemy is our own thoughts, you know, and if you know that your biggest enemy is your own thoughts, um, then I think what you need to do is like protect yourself from those things, mm -hmm. you know? And so I know this is something that I feel like gets overlooked a lot in, in the Bible, but Jesus actually said it several times. He said it even like in the model prayer. One of the things he said is, you know, lead me not into temptation. You know, it's one of the things that he says in the model prayer, uh, the night that he was about to be crucified, he told the disciples, you know, to pray not to be led into temptation. Same thing, you know, and I think often we neglect to realize that, you know, that we have to protect ourselves from ourselves, you know, recognize that we have weaknesses. And I think we know what those weaknesses are, but we don't like we don't tell God like, OK, like help me not fall into that specific weakness. And I think that the reason we don't do that is because it's easier to apologize than it is to ask for permission. Yeah, that's you know? true. Like, um, and just because we don't want to reveal our hearts, mm -hmm. that's that's the that's the main issue. And he 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 says, 
give me like avail your whole heart to me and i think that's the main reason um and because we don't go into prayer mm-hmm. as well you spoke about peter um the whole prayer thing and what i love about prayer and I, i'm not saying that i do it consistently like but christ has broken that veil we don't have to go to a building right. we don't have to get on our knees but he does care about the posture of our heart when we go into prayer mm-hmm. come on you know and um and uh I I just I love praying because that's that's the way we communicate with him and, and you know I love that he says that my prayers your prayers are bowls of incense to him like mm. basically candles right and you know if we're honest sometimes our prayers stink mm. <laughs> you know and and um but I think if we don't want to own up to who we are in right. the f- in the flesh you know the world the world says your problems are outside God says the problems are isn't inside of us. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to take responsibility for who we are in the flesh. So how how do you think one who is trying to, like, avail more to the, you know, spirit can um, can get closer to God, like, through prayer? Like, like how, do you, how does one go about that? Like, I feel like prayer for a lot of people is a big turnoff. Like, they feel like that's, like, it's a hard task. It's, like, something boring, you know, yeah. or whatever. Well, in, um... I, I get that a lot. Like, how do I pray? How do I pray to, to the Lord? How do I pray to the Lord? And for starts off with just being honest, just mm-hmm. like, Father, I don't even, I don't feel like praying. <laughs> By saying that you've already entered the prayer, right? You've already confessed, right? That that's a step. Before yeah. you know it, you're you're in like in a ten minute conversation with the Lord, right? No, that's know? good. And um, yeah, and shame and guilt, and that's what's so important about, about having community of of prayer in the church. Um, that can show you how to how to, how to go into that prayer with, with the Father. Yeah, I, I like what you said to start with. You know how like you you can just be open and honest and tell God that you don't even feel like praying, yeah. because I think a lot of times we think that we have to follow this certain pattern. You know, and again, God did give us or Jesus did give us a like model prayer. You know, and those that I think it's was really more of a model, like almost like an outline. But we don't have to like dive right into that. Mm-hmm. We can more so just go into like having a conversation with him and expressing ourselves, like whether we had a bad day, whether we're frustrated about something, you know, I think ultimately what God wants is, is that communication is for you to talk to him about what you're feeling, you know, not about like, you know, some routine that you have already like built up in your, yeah. in your mind. Like, okay, I, I normally say this, this, and this, and this, and this. Yeah. And I think the big one is too, and a lot of people don't speak about it is you need to repent. Mm. there's something that you need to repent about yeah people don't want to repent though the, so that they'd rather avoid that they'd rather not talk but, about that with he, god but he said he doesn't listen to sinners mm. and um and because i had i had a even if it's something small you know how you said about how do we get closer to the holy spirit and build that relationship right. it lying grieves him mm. anything that goes against who the holiness of who he is grieves him um because i had i had a hard time for a week that i was just like man what's going on like I don't think I've done anything bad. Like, reveal my heart to me. I need to repent. What do I need to repent from? And uh, I hope no one's listening for my job. But mm. but I was extending my lunch break. <laughs> okay. I, I, I was extending extending uh, my breaks by certain minutes. But what was I doing? I was stealing money. Nah, man, you weren't stealing. That's stealing money. That's stealing money, and that little things like that. Like, and see, when you when you're when you build a relationship with the father, he 
you'll be able to discern what's going on. I'm not saying that you're going to hear his voice or anything like that, or, but you're going to be pressed on your spirit to finally know, oh, this is what's going on. I need to repent from this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, either, either you, the guilt, the shame, um, or some people t- don't, they just don't know how to pray. And, and you right. know, and it's just like going into a conversation with him. Um, but repent is a big one though, you know? Yeah. But I think, you know, if, if you're praying, like most of the time, or if at least you're trying to start praying, well, maybe you're not necessarily thinking about wanting to repent. You more so just want to like, um, or maybe you should, I guess. Like, I don't even know what I'm saying. Like, Praying for others. Okay. That should be, like, the main one. We ought to pray for others. Mm. He, Christ intercedes for us 24-7. Mm. You're right. <laughs> you know, and and that, that's, that's, the, that's the biggest one. Just pray for others. Be specific in your prayers. I told my sister one time, I told her, it's like praying for a car. I mean, I'm not saying that you should. I mean, you feel led to do that go ahead but it's just like father i want i want this car but you know what kind of car you want i want it to be black i want it to have these certain rims i want it to have this navigation system in it be mm. specific in your prayers like he knows what you what you're gonna what you want he knows your heart he knows what you want to pray about so just breaking those little barriers to get like right. just lifting lifting up your whole soul to him mm. yeah i think that's good and i think what's crazy is if we would better our, our communication with God, you know, our through prayer, I think it would help out every relationship, you know, that we have, yeah. you know, like whether it's family, whether it's, uh, you know, with a boyfriend or a girlfriend, like whatever, like I think, you know, because y- you begin to see things in yourself that like maybe you, you wouldn't have otherwise seen, you know, because you were talking about it earlier, but like, um, you know, when you're sensitive to the spirit, like he convicts you about like certain things like that. Again, maybe otherwise you would have overlooked and not realized, Oh, like I've been stealing from my job and I didn't, you know, like by taking these longer breaks or whatever. Yeah. And also he'll let you know, it's time to end this conversation. It's time to leave this place. It's time to cut these ties off. And that's, that's the beauty of it is that the more you avail yourself to him, Mm the more discernment you grow by his empowerment and um, the whole relationship thing is I, I, I guess I'm kind of old school at the same time. I, I place everything on the man, mm. everything. Cause that's, that's God's structure. If, he, if I'm not mistaken, I think so. he never told Eve about the tree. He I told, don't think so. Yeah. He told Adam. Right. And when she ate from the apple, nothing happened. Adam ate from the apple, both their eyes were open. Mm. And when the father called out, who did he call out to? To Adam, Adam. Yeah. yeah. And it all falls back on the man, man. Everything does. And and, and I think we get the, uh, I've done the mistake because I have a three-year-old boy and uh, I was trying to do it the father's way and my way. I was, so... As you know, he gave Adam his presence. Then he gave him work. Then he gave him a woman. Mm-hmm. And we have it backwards now. We all have it. We all have it backwards. Or we're trying to do step one, then step three, then step two, or step two, then right. step one. It's so out of order. Yeah. It's out of order. And mm-hmm. that's not how the Lord works. You know, everything goes by what he has laid out on the foundation of Christ. Mm-hmm. Everything. 
No, that's good. That's good. And uh, I think I think you're right. I think uh, we've almost like demonized. Maybe that's not the right word, but like the structure of God, you know, and, you know, it's almost like now there's this new trend of like toxic, toxic masculinity kind of thing. It's toxic about that. About masculinity? <laughs> a, a lot of stuff. No. Like, is it, but you've heard the term, right? Where, where people yeah. will, will say like, you know, oh, like you're too aggressive or, you know, like I, I've heard even like if a man tries to hold the door for a woman, like, oh, you're trying to like hold power over the woman, you know, because... Mm you know, like, like whatever, like you, you want something out of her, you know, kind of thing, like whatever you want to be able to like continue to hold, you know, your position as, um, you know, of power or whatever it is. But I think, you know, that's what, where like society is going nowadays where like they want to, again, just really oppress masculinity. Well, emasculators, right. They want to, they say get in touch with your feminine side and <laughs> and that like goes contrary to what the word of god says and um i think you're gonna and it goes back to praying too the more we know of god the more the higher of our worship will be the higher of our prayer life will be and it goes for the non-believer the more they know of god the more they hate him the more believers know of him the more they love him mm-hmm. you know and and and, and then it just they, this time, this world is trying to reconstruct God's foundation, and it's not. I mean, it's not going to work. I mean, it's we we know who wins at the end. Right. <laughs> we already know who wins, but we're called to to um, to show His works in the world, not just inwardly, outwardly. You know, mm-hmm. and um, but I, you you said sorry to cut you off, but you were talking about the order of like how man should be approaching maybe like relationships like that, you know, we're trying to maybe like get the, the girl first or we're trying to like get our, our job first, like our career or whatever, and not like going to like his presence first. Like, yeah. Um, explain that like a, a little bit. Like, do you think, um, how do you think we could, I guess, go about that? Cause I think, you know, you can say it's out of order, but like for, for most of us, like, it's just like, okay, you know, it's not that easy to just like try to seek after God first. Like I need to like feed my family or I need to like build my career. How else am I going to ever like advance or whatever? Are you talking about uh, for a man? Right. For a man. For a man. Okay. Well, for sure. Get a job, right. you know, but um, if you know that you're not married and you're in a relationship with this woman that you live with her, mm-hmm. you need to break it off. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple. And a lot of people don't want to hear that. Right. They don't. I didn't want to hear that. I did it both. I tried. I said, I said, I could do it my way and God's way. But like I said, it goes back to Adam. He gave him his presence first. We I, we need to know what it is to dwell in his presence. Right. To, 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 to submit to his presence in order to understand what his will is. And well, his will for all of us is to be sanctified. And right. I know I say that a lot, but that's like, a, I, I, that's, that's the main goal. Right. To become to the image of Christ. Yeah. And, um, and um but you think if you become sanctified first um then then you can start like looking well i think you need to be saved first if you it it, it depends who who we're talking about but non-believer or a believer not a believer a believer okay yeah then you would have to get an understanding of who god is what did he save you from Hmm. 
and what is what does he want you to do as head of as as, this, as the head of the house and um if i'm speaking to a, I, I i speak to some single man i'm like abstain from sex get away from not to say to ignore women but your main focus is to 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 understand who you are in christ mm. right because the, the single you will be the married you mm. you know it, when you when, once you we enter into a covenant of marriage everything is highlighted mm. yeah all, all this bag of baggage starts coming out and um that's the, those are the main things that i say to 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 dudes that i meet is uh learn to dwell in his in his presence dive in his word become a member of a church don't just go to church be a member mm. there's a difference right right there's a difference um abstain from sex and then he he'll reveal you when you're ready mm. to to um and of course work because you need to eat I mean, right I'm, right i'm not saying don't work uh but this is i, I would say this is for people like between 21 to like mid 30s my age um but i think the most important thing is to have a father in the home mm. that's that's and not just not just uh physically but spiritually mentally and emotionally you mm. know i i'm not trying to uh, minimize the the mother's role like i love my mom right but i know how important the the structure of god is right. through a father so uh, yeah um yeah and i think um maybe the reason we it's important to highlight the father's role is because there's a lot of you know, single mothers, you know, and having to raise kids without the father. And maybe that has been the detriment of our society here is the fact that, you know, there hasn't been enough father figures, you know, for our men. You know, uh, someone once said that um, the father is the one that keeps, you know, men out of jail and the women out of like the strip clubs. Yeah. You know, it's just they they establish, you know, a a sort of, um, you know, uh, I don't even like the, the, the right word, but th they just, they, like a structure, you know, like you were talking about it earlier, like, um, and not that a, like a woman can't do it, you know, but it's just something that like a man brings. And ideally you want both, you want both the man and the woman, yeah. you know, I don't want to like, again, minimize what the, kind of like you said earlier, what the women brings. Cause women like, they bring a lot, obviously, to to the um, to the family and and the development of it. Yeah, they're I, I see it as they're they're more self defense. They 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 know when something's gonna happen before it happens. Mm. You know that's why it's so important to have a, a good woman, a good biblical Christian woman. You know that's that's sound in the word. Mm. Not just not just. Not just say that I go to a church. I, that's why I, I'm so heavy on, on church membership because I feel like if you have an understanding of the word, then you know what membership means hmm. to the to the to the body of the church to to the church. So we're we're both single. Like, what, what kind of girl are you you looking for? Uh, well, I think the main one would be, of course, that she understands that that Christ. Is her first husband? Mm. Hey, that's some marriage. I mean, that's some like uh, yeah, marriage material right that, there. That, that Christ is her first husband, and there are some things that that the Lord can only provide that I am not going to be able to. Mm. That doesn't mean I'm not going to be there for her. Of course, I'm there. I'm there to die for her. Um, 
That um, that she's uh, a member of a church. Um, that she. So you you wouldn't like date outside of church. No, because I I would no I don't think I would now now not think about it because if I if I if I blindfold you into Barnes and Nobles mm-hmm. and I say go look for a Bible. You probably won't come back for a Bible. You will come back with a Bible. Mm. But if I blindfold you in a Christian bookstore and I say, go look for a Bible, your chances are higher. Right. Mm. So you're better off finding somebody in the church first because you can ask around. Ask, uh, are they involved? Do they disciple? Are they in women's in women's group? You know, and I want her to understand that she's marrying a sinner. No one's perfect. Right. You know, she's she's never going to find that perfect husband. Mm. The perfect husband died on the cross. Go mm. on, man. Boy, preaching right now. <laughs> and, uh, and, I, and I tell guys, too, you know, because cause we, we're so we're so physical, man. Like, we, we, we see the beautiful woman, and we're attracted to that. But as men, the the woman of our, for our purpose, is, the, is inside the one that we marry. It's our job to cultivate her, to bring her out. All right, you got to repeat that for me again. The woman that yeah. that we want for yeah. our life is inside the one we married. It's our job to cultivate to bring her out. Mm. We're cultivators, right? From by from, nature, yeah. By for nature, yeah. we're cultivators. And what I what I mean by that is like if she likes like cutting hair or something, then I'm gonna try to open a salon for her. Mm. You know, she 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 likes. Prep, a lot of women like prepping meals these days. She likes prepping meals. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cultivate that with her. Mm. You know, that's what I mean. Um, but yeah, that she, she's a biblical sound woman that um, she understands discipleship. You know, because I have a little boy, so we're all disciples if we're in Christ. That she's willing to to serve in the church. That she's willing to enter into into um programs um in the church you know just just to be refined in the marriage mm-hmm. constantly and that she, that if she's in debt if we get in <laughs> if, we, if we get engaged no woman's perfect you know yeah, come on it, but if she's in debt then the first task would be to give rid of that debt mm-hmm. you know i want her to know like hey you got 50k in debt let's attack that first no going out to eat you know let's create a budget to get this get this freedom from from this. but don't you think that women look for in a man like like a, a provider i know we're living in a different like uh age now where like i guess both work but yeah. i think still like if you go on a date like women are looking like they expect you to pay yeah that I, first time i, I, I and i do believe that i, I believe right. that uh that um we are I feel like that's, I guess that's just old school. Like, I'm, right. I'm going to pay regardless of what she thinks. Like, I'm not, you know, going to let her pay for me or pay for the dinner. I'm the type that, um, and I see, because I'm a mailman, and uh, and I'm old school, so I, I knock at people's doors, and the, and the wife comes into the doors. Like, why, why is it not, why is it not your husband answering the door? And I don't want to seem like you minimize the woman, but if that's my home, and we don't know who's at the door. Right. We're not expecting company. I'm not gonna send my wife to open the door because that's that can be an, that can be. It's protection. You're yeah, trying prote- to protect her. I'm, you know? I'm the one that's gonna open that door. Right, like right. I, I I have to encounter encounter that that um that, that threat that threat first. Right. You know I'm not gonna. So I'm like that. You know I'm not saying that. Now as far as like the women like us being providers and I'm I'm kind of like back and forth because the, the the word does say that. She, 
What does the word say? Stay at home. And, 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 oh, the woman. And cultivate the home. Right. And make it, make mm. it, make it for, for the Lord and for her husband. But at the same time, it's just like, man, I'm not trying. If she's a gifted at something. Yeah. Um, but then again, he says, if you're gifted at something, doesn't mean you're supposed to do it. Mm. No, but so, I mean, but the, the times are different, you know, and right now it's almost unrealistic um, for, you know, you to be able to do it all on your own. Like, uh, you know, have a family and only one person work. You know, you really do need that dual income. And uh, on top of that, I think, you know, a lot of women don't want to like, you know, stay home. You know, they, they want to um, exercise you know, like you were talking about some of their gifts, you know, and um, just be able to, you know, have a career and stuff. I don't necessarily think that that's like a bad thing, you know, if yeah. they if they're doing that. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. I think for you, like when you said like when you didn't want them to come in with the debt, I think you just mean like you just don't want them to be reckless, you know, and just yeah, know, s- start kind of not just affecting their own finances, but yours now as well. Well, because it's one, we're we're mm-hmm. we're we're uniting as as one. It's no longer male or female. We're one in Christ, you know. And everything is spiritual, so uh, we have to realize that we're so fleshly. We're so because we 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 like to touch, we like to see, but mm-hmm. everything is spiritual. Before it happens in the physical, it happens in the spiritual. Mm-hmm. Always, always, you know. God created the spiritual first, then the physical, mm-hmm. and that's how it works with us. With sin, with uh, worshiping, yeah, and that's how that's that's the structure that I mean of of Genesis is so important. It's so important, bro. That's I like the, to skip Genesis and go straight to the Gospels, bro. Like it's just no, uh, <laughs> no you're right. No, it, it really is. Uh, I mean, it, it's funny how everything goes back to Genesis. You know, if I mean, you mentioned earlier Adam and Eve and how like the structure of like the family is and you the way you broke it down like you don't even you almost like overlook all those things uh because i think we're just so quick to like jump into what's maybe a little easier to read in what i think are the gospels i think they're written in such a way that it's just you know it's easier and maybe there's a lot more grace and stuff and so you just you feel a, a lot more like attracted to to that than you do you know the old testament where you know you see a lot more of you know the you know i'll say like condemnation and you know the law really yeah. i guess kind of stuff yeah well you know well the law is fulfilled in those two commandments that christ gave yeah he basically crammed those into two right he knew what he was doing from the beginning right. um but i like the old testament better just not because if they i probably like i probably just shot myself in the face <laughs> but like women are looking at me they're like this guy's pretty like you know, but but when men speak the way I speak, they typically say he's angry, he's uh, controlling, and I'm I'm I'm, mm. I'm 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 generally really not like I'm very just easy Chill. going. Like I prefer her to to um give her like space. You know, just like you know, understand that you know before you bring it to me, bring it to the Lord. Do mm. you know? And and because women are so important, but like they're like, and I, ho- I hope I don't offend anyone, but they're like they're like a smoke alarms in the house. Mm. They sense something before the smoke, the fire starts. Yeah, cool. you know. But sometimes smoke alarms go off for no reason. Um. <laughs> 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 I, then, yeah, yeah, that's you know, true. Check the batteries. Yeah, first. Say, you, better, <laughs> you better swap out that battery, man. You know? But but you know, it's it's it goes back, man. Just to 
we're just trying to reconstruct God's word. You know, you know, men are not willing to die for their for their wives. Mm. Um, women, women love women love men more than they respect them. You're not called to love them. You're called to respect them. Mm. I'm not saying not to love them, but that's why there's so many abusive relationships. They're like, I bet I love him, but I love him. Do you respect them? And it's so hard because that that love has 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 overrided that respect, bro. It's like it's gone. Right. So that's why it's so hard for women to leave those relationships because they, you were never um, well. You are to love them, but you're called to respect them first. Mm. Yeah. No, and I think for for men, respect is very important, you know. And I think God understood that, and so uh, I think that's why God established um, the family the way that He did, you know, mm. in making the man the leader. You know, I think this, again, this whole new age trying to, like, make everything 50-50, like, you know, and, like, we're both bosses. No, like, yeah. there's there's one leader, you know, and um, as much as girls would like to think that they want to be a leader, too, I think they might say that, but they're looking for a leader. They're not looking for, uh, I mentioned it on a previous podcast, but they're not looking for a beta male, you know. Yeah. Th- they're looking for someone to, to lead them. If they're looking for a beta male, they're looking for someone to control. Right. Some of the control. And it goes back to Genesis. It's like your desire will be for your husband. And that word desire in Greek basically means you're going to want his role. Mm. That's what it means. That's why it's so important to go back to the original language. Because mm. the translations have, have made it for us. Like they have watered it down, like you said. A lot of words. Right. A lot of words. Not just. So. It goes. It just goes back to them, like uh, not to them, but back to the to the Genesis. Adam and Eve, like that's like the perfect like foundation. Like he knew what he was doing. Like he's right. he's, he's God, bro. Like so, so. Let me let me ask you a, a direct question. Um, would you date a uh, alpha female? Would I date an alpha female? Like a more dominant, you know, a type dominant, a dominant, dominant woman. Right. Um. No, I, 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 and I don't mean to offend anyone. Right. But no, I, I, I mean, don't think yeah. no because it overrides their 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 feminine side. Right. You know that's what that's what as men we're attracted to we're attracted to that femi- that feminine side of the, of that woman that right. that that nature that nurture that that mm-hmm. care that soft side. You know, and but I don't think I would uh, date an alpha woman. Yeah, I, I don't with, even like that word, but <laughs> I I see what you're saying. Like, yeah. Right. Why don't Why don't you like that word? Because you don't think it makes sense. Because it's not. It's not a real thing. Yeah. It's just a concept. Almost. It's just a concept too. Because it's just like the whole. And I get. I get. I get caught up in it too. Like the whole alpha male thing. Like it's like, you know. Or beta male. Yeah, that too. But it goes. Uh, I'd rather be like uh, uh, be Elijah than uh, King Ahab. Mm. You know how you know King Ahab and he, the mm. Jezebel. Right. That that's what's going rampant right now is the Jezebel spirit. Mm. If you know the if you know a little bit of other word, you know the Jezebel spirit. That that's what's going rampant right now. Yeah. You know it's taking over, and then and he's Christ says in Revelation, you have you have let that woman Jezebel basically just run rampant in the church. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's crazy, but uh, all this stuff is like being like glorified, you know. Cause like, you know, you talk about Jezebel, like it's almost like people celebrate that, you know, like they they want women to be 
like that, you yeah. know, and, uh, you know, again, both men and women are celebrating it or like encouraging it. And, and really, I think it's, it's harmful, right? Like it, it doesn't do anybody any like benefit, but, um, but we get caught up on it. And what's, what it really becomes is like, is toxic, you know? And it's funny how like, even that again, same thing, like it's almost become like a trend, you know, to have like toxic relationships. Yeah, it, it has. And as, cause as a man, like I can't help, but take responsibility. That's what mm -hmm. we're called to do. Like, right. I'm not going to be like, if a friend comes to me and I've had many friends who come to me like, Oh man, I should have listened to you or I should have like not fell into her trap or I'm like, you're the one to blame. Mm. Like you have to take responsibility for who you are in the flesh and everything. When I, when I speak, it has to go back to the word. I can't deviate from that, you know? And, and um, cause a lot of people don't want to hear that. They don't want to hear the truth, you know, and that's in God's word. And, and it goes back to the whole church thing is like, a lot of churches are not speaking about this stuff when it's in the word, you know? Yeah. Have you ever like preached? No, I have never preached. Bro. I have never preached. Um, do you, f you feel like you, you would ever do it? I mean, a, a few times here, I was already, oh boy, preaching in here. Um, I'll be honest. I do want to. Um, but like I told you earlier, I'm still working on my communication skills. I'm still working on, on trying to, not come off too offensive basically not not add my own foundation to it you know uh not become prideful so i'm like in a state of being humble by god right now like i'm not trying to i'm not trying to go overboard i'm not trying to like i said it goes back to just being in the spirit you'll know i i, I get it i, I the, the reason i ask is because like, as you're, you were saying that, like, why don't pastors preach these things, you know? And, like, I'm not a pastor, but I have been given, like, the privilege to preach a couple of times and stuff like that. Um, I haven't been doing so recently, but I've had had the opportunity. But um, when I've done it, like, there's sometimes where I'm like, what should I preach about, you know? And I try to, like, um, you know, pray about it and read the Bible and stuff and, and see if I could get inspired. And, and a lot of times I do, but... There are times too where I feel like I'm like, like what? Like, what? like I, I just like, okay, like it's always, I feel like it's, I always have like the same message and I'm like, I, I want to do something different, you know? And so I, I can only imagine for pastors that have to do it weekly, like, you know, the, the challenge that they have to like, you know, preach about something different every week or whatever and something that's, you know, that edifies, you know, the church. Yeah. And I got to tell some of my friends who go to these churches, it was like, we have to constantly be praying for the pastors. I don't think we do that enough. Right. Because they, they have a lot on their plate. First of all, f their first church is inside their home. Mm -hmm. If they're not leading that well, they, they sh I mean, to be blunt, they shouldn't be preaching. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and it goes back to um, just being in the word, being in the spirit, and having that gift, first of all. You know, just having that gift. There's many women who who say I have the gift of gift of preaching. Just because you have a gift doesn't mean you're gonna use it. Mm. You know, yeah. and and um, so we have the pastors who who speak boldly, who speak the truth, who take time in to 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 prepare this food. Right. And then we have 
the other pastor, the motivational speaker, should just slap a, two breads on one of them sandwich, <laughs> 50, 30, 15 minutes worship and like 10 minute uh, uh, sermon. Right. And I, you, I could have, I could have listened to that in a worship song. You could have told me that God is gonna make a way for me. I know He's gonna make a way for me. I don't need to know that, <laughs> you know. But, um, it just, and that goes, that it, it always go, it always falls back to us. We have to be in the Word to know. Okay, this guy, well, he just doesn't line up with Scripture, you know. Right. And that, that's how you find a church home is build that church home within you and you and the Father. And then go out and search for one. But, yeah, just the pastors who are actually taking the time and the ones who just wrap up a sermon like in 20 minutes and, they're, and they're, they they it, they speak about a vacation for like 15 and right. they throw in the scripture. Right, it has right. nothing to do with right. this. <laughs> right, right, right. And, you know, and I've been in churches where like, hey, are you, do you guys see this? And uh, it's a bunch of yes men in the churches. And... And there's a lot of women more than men. Right. That's a big issue in the church right now. There's more women in the church than there is men. That's a big issue, bro. That's the hugest. That's like, that's like there's more there's more men in the gym on Sundays than there's on church, bro. Mm. And it's just like that. They, they don't. We don't even see it that we're. This is spiritual warfare, bro. This this is what it is. It's manifesting right before our eyes, but. We have rappers, we have actors who are just portraying this worldly view that attract us. Right. And it's just deviating these men from the church. Yeah, I, I think... Uh, and I was one of them. So I, 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 I can, I, I've taken that plank out mm -hmm. and used it to build my brothers. Right. So I, I, you know, the reason I speak like this is because I was that Beto Mel. I was that guy who chased after women. I was that guy who chased after money. I, that's who I was. But the sovereignty of God allowed me to live this long to finally be like, I'm gonna use you, not just to, not just, not just for, for well, for my glory overall, but to break that cycle that I grew up in my in my home with my father. You know, because he does say he's gonna visit the the the, the sins on 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 the on the, on the sons, but and. By what he means by that is that these fathers are leaving gener uh, are leaving uh, legacies for the sons that are just impossible to break. Mm -hmm. You know, they they having babies left and right. right. They're going to jail. They're leaving the home, and it's just it, it's just gener it's just these family curses that just keep passing on that 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 they're leaving a basically a legacy that can't be broken into the third or fourth generation. Wow. You know, and it, and it starts going back to bro, just being in his presence. And I would, you know, I, I try not to think about it because then I wouldn't have my son. But if that was the one thing I can go back and tell the old Danny, pick up your Bible, you mm -hmm. know, cause I called myself a Christian. I believed in Christ, but I've ne I never picked up the Bible. And that's the biggest issues we have this day is that, we don't read the word. We don't read it. What we do is we get other books, books that mm. are Christian books to, 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 I guess, in a way, create a shortcut so we don't have to read the actual right. word. No, I mean, that, that's true. I think uh, we get so, like, uh, you know, like we, we like the, uh, the, the fluff, you know, like, because we're talking about it, like, with the preacher sometimes, where, like, sometimes they, they tell a story 
and like that that story took 10 minutes and then they said like a scripture you know one scripture or whatever or just give five minutes to to something like that's actually meaningful and it's just like it, it was mostly entertainment and then they just gave you like five minutes or maybe even less than that uh, of a word and so i think that's the same thing that you know kind of like what what you're talking about a little bit with um with that with with trying not to read the bible instead you're trying to read a book because you want to be entertained you know you you want to be like uh you want shortcuts it's like you want dating advice read this book mm-hmm. this christian book on dating advice it's, it's no longer read this gospel read this book that that speaks about dating read this book that speaks about adultery that's all in the bible right we want shortcuts that's that's what it is um and <clears throat> how to how to how to you know ten ways to serve in the church or just these books that are, that are helpful that are helpful, but we can't use those books to critique the Bible. The Bible critiques mm. everything, right? You know, and you know, and the way I look at it is God breathed. So when we read it, in a sense, we're inhaling the thing that brings us life. Mm. That's good. Yeah. You know, and and um. Yeah, I think what's incredible is when you like actually like break that barrier of actually reading it. Yeah. Like it's crazy because I've heard like young people, like some of our youth, like tell me, like, dang, like it's got some like crazy stuff in there. Like you're almost like, why haven't I been doing this? But then for some reason, it's like it just kind of like dies off and it's not consistent enough. Like I think we have to just uh, push ourselves, right? To again break that initial barrier and then just like do it. And then I think once we do that, like it becomes like everything else where like you almost can't put it down. You're like, you know, this is like crazy. I know like when, when, uh, when I've committed myself, um, you know, I feel like it, uh, it has wowed me more than right. Like most things, like I don't read a lot of books, but, um, the Bible I read it because I like, that's, I have to read that, but, but it, it it's, it's like, it's wowed me for sure. A few times, like, I didn't realize this was in here, you know, and it's just like, why are we wasting our time with, with other things? Yeah. And you know, what I get all the time is, um, is, uh, uh why doesn't God speak to me? Why does he, and I was like, if you want to hear his voice, read the Bible out loud. Mm, <laughs> come on. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> you right. Know, just, just read the word out loud. Um, and there's there's devotion time of reading the Bible. There's studying, and there's um, um, what's the other one? Um, I forgot. Um, meditating on the word. Mm. You know, meditating. You know that that word is murmurs. Basically, you know, sacrifice that the Lord. I mean, the sacrifice that that God desires is a broken spirit. You constantly just say that throughout the day. That's meditating. Right. That's getting that's getting to your subconscious mind. Right. And before you know it, the Holy Spirit is going to put you in a situation where he'll prompt you and, and you'll be led by that scripture to speak to somebody. Mm. That's meditating. Right. And then there's devotion. And then there's, there's a separate time of studying. But, you know, I, I fall into the trap where I've studied too much that I, I began to study Jesus and not love him. Mm. You know, so but there's a time that, you know, you. So that's why it says, like, I started doing things that pastors did that I didn't even realize. And so I started speaking to some of them, and they were like, and, and I was showing them, like, do you do this? Like, you know, I, I don't know why I do it, but I feel like I'm always led to do it. And I, they slowly been discipling me. And I, so I, 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 I don't know. You know, I would love to, but only he knows 
only he he will know what what he wants me to do for his for his uh for his purpose. So I, Amen. You know, I would want to, but it's just something that I surrender to him. We don't do that enough either. Right. Right. We we want to um I think we want to call the shots yeah. ultimately, you know, and we want him to put his stamp on it, but it's like no, like we should surrender and allow him to to direct us, to guide us and um he knows best, you know. Yeah. Um and so I think that um if we understood those things this walk with Christ would be a whole lot easier. I yeah. think a lot of times we think we're the ones that are the leaders, you know, like we're the ones that are running this show, but yeah. obviously it's it's him. Um I think we've we've gotten uh, about our our time and I appreciate you Danny doing no this problem, and coming here sitting down with us and uh definitely spending a lot of knowledge. I definitely think you have a, a preacher inside of you. And so I don't know what church you go to, but uh, I hope, you know, you uh, you talk to your pastor, you know, even if it's not for like uh, the adults, maybe like at least for like the, the young people, you know, that you go and like you share a word with them. Yeah. Uh, I, I definitely think that uh, you have a lot to, to offer, you know. Yeah, don't, yeah, I appreciate the time. You know, I really do. It's my first time actually like doing something like this. So if their viewers see like he's kind of like that's cause, like he's kind of like doesn't know what he's saying right now no nah, bro you're great you know but i because like I, this is new to me bro like, i don't know like yeah. i've never done this like i'm barely getting out of my shell you know and 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 you're a better communicator than i am you to say that the only thing that i would leave barely off, the only thing that i will leave off because i i love speaking to 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 men in their their teens to like their 20s it's just dive into church, be committed to God, and dive in and be a member. Don't just go to a church and mm. join as many men groups as you can. Come on. Even if you feel like you've, um, even if you feel like you've, um, I guess, conquered a phase in your life that Christ brought you through. You know, you, you're weaker than you think you are. Right. Oh, come on. Don't don't like think you you've made it. You're weaker than you think you are. Mm. As, as as soon as you think you can stand, you're gonna fall. Mm. Come on, you're gonna fall. You know, and um, let uh, let the Lord uh, work in you and just hear those roosters crow. You talking about Peter? Yeah, you know, because when when he when Peter heard that rooster, right. he remember the he remember the Lord's word. He we have that, I see that as conviction. Mm. I have to hear those roosters crow before I, because when we sin, we deny Him. That point blank, but yeah, get in the men's group, um, and just dive in there, man. Like, don't focus on women. Abstain from sex. Come on. Um, stay away from pornography. Stay away from anything that's gonna hinder your manhood in Christ, because only mm. He can restore it. He only He can restore your manhood. Amen. He's the only one that can restore your manhood and show you how to walk in that manhood. That's good. That's yeah. I wanted to say that. I always say that, bro. Especially when I go to the gym and they ask me to work in. We're like, hey, do you have faith? And I tell the young kids, you know, all that right there, because it's just like, bro, no, so that's important. important. That's good, and uh, we need to have more of those conversations. Yeah, with our young men. Uh, you know, at that age, I think that they have other things that they prioritize, and you know, they look at us like, uh huh, uh -huh. like you don't get it, you know, or like we're antiquated or whatever. But uh, I think it still sows a seed, yeah. you know. And uh, if it doesn't, you know, sprout just right then, uh, in due time, you know, it will. And they'll remember. They'll remember yeah. those words like, damn, I should have listened to Danny. should have yeah. listened to, to these wise men that, you know, they're not just saying it just to say it. You know? yeah, yeah. Maybe they lived through it. Maybe, like, 
um, you know, they have something more to offer than I realize. Yeah, it's better to learn from our from I can learn from your mistakes better than you know, but right, so. it's better to learn from other people's mistakes, yeah. but you definitely learn it. Uh, it sticks more when it's your own mistakes. Yeah, that's not saying go and make mistakes, uh, but it's it's smarter. I guess is the right word. Like it's smarter to learn from other people's mistakes. Yeah, because they they don't they're gonna hurt if if you learn it from yourself. It might you might learn it better, but it might like it'll definitely hurt, you yeah. know, and stuff. And, and there'll be consequences. I guess it's kind of what I'm saying. Yeah. Just, we just have to, um, be accountable to our heart. If we're losing the battles in our heart, we've already lost it in the flesh. Mm. So, but man, I, I think, mean, I thank you for this moment. And I think I did better than I thought I was going to do. Nah, man, I know you were going to do great, man. You had a bunch of like little phrases there and like just deep, like little, like, just words man just you know and, and they hit home and so again i appreciate you doing this and uh well, you know never know like maybe you'll start your own podcast and <laughs> you know start killing it because i i definitely ha feel like you have a word to share you know and yeah. people need to hear it you know um and so yeah again like thanks again guys you know like uh we're on spotify we're on uh apple podcast you know youtube continue to support us maybe comment like share subscribe and we'll continue to do this contest, content, excuse me. All right. God bless. Thank you, bro. Yep.